0: Hey everybody, I'm Achaya, and welcome to another solo episode of keeping it simple. On today's episode, I want to tell you all a story, a story I heard back in school. And I think the story has an important message for all of us. But before I get into it, I want to give you all a little context. Back when I was in school, I was not into reading, like not at all. It never interested me as much. I would pick up a random book from the library every now and then, but that was just because my friends were doing it. And mostly I wouldn't even read or even if I did, I never really understood it. So as you guys can tell, I didn't give enough opportunities to myself to come across good stories. So one of the main sources of stories for me back then were the stories in our English literature textbooks. You know, those that were mandatory for our course. And uh, we had an English literature textbook for almost every year in school. I don't think I ever took the stories in these books as something fascinating or something inspiring. Rather, I thought of them as something I needed to read to earn some marks in my examination. It was compulsory. So I was exposed to many stories back in school, but none of them really stayed with me except one. And I don't know why this story came to my mind today, but when I thought about the story and its message and why I remembered it till today, I I realized that the story is so relevant in our everyday lives. And probably it was relevant back in my 10th standard too. Maybe that's why it left an impression. So uh, before I go any further, let me briefly tell you the story, right? So here goes. The story is set in New York and our main protagonist is Charlie. So Charlie was returning home to his wife from work one day and uh, he was kind of getting late. So on that day he decided that he'll take the suburban train home rather than the bus because it was quicker. So Charlie walks into one of the most famous railway terminals in the world, the grand central station. So the station is known for its great architecture and huge amount of tourist footfall. And it's one of the busiest railway terminals in the world. So the grand central station had two levels and Charlie needed to get to the second level for his train. So he navigates through the crowd and the elaborate network of tunnels within the station and he goes down the first level and eventually he gets down to the second level. So on the second level, when he starts heading towards the subway, he ducks into an arched doorway and he gets lost. Getting lost was very easy to do in the Grand Central Station. So Charlie ended up in a long tunnel, right? So he keeps walking. And there is no other soul in sight. Eventually he finds another flight of stairs going down. And he reaches the third level. Now he's taken aback. The Grand Central Station is supposed to have only two levels. Everyone knows that. But how could he have ended up on the third level? For a second, he thinks that he has come back to the second level. But no, it wasn't the second level. This was something totally new. So he looks around and he finds the third level very strange. The room was smaller, there were fewer ticket windows and train gates, and the information booth in the center was made of wood and it was pretty old looking. The lights were dim and they were sort of flickering. So that was strange, right? Flickering lights. When he looked closer, he realized that those were not the usual electric bulbs, but they were open flame gas lights. That's why they were flickering. And at a distance, he also saw a man pulling out a gold watch from his vest pocket, snap open the cover, and look at it for the time. Now that was even more stranger. Nobody keeps a pocket watch nowadays. And then when he looked around, he noticed that everyone in the station was dressed like it's some 1890 or something. He had never seen so many beards, sideburns, and fancy moustaches. And then out on the tracks, he caught a glimpse of a train. And that's when he knew. So, to make sure, he walked over to a newspaper boy nearby and saw the date on the newspaper. It said June 11th, 1894. Charlie had traveled back in time. Somehow the third flight of stairs at the Grand Central Station had taken him to 1894. His shock soon turned into excitement. So he immediately began fantasizing about a life in the 1890s You know, summer evenings back then were twice as long. People just sat out on their lawns. You know, men smoked cigars and they spoke quietly. It was a peaceful world. The First World War was still 20 years off and the World War II was even 40 years in the future. This is exactly where Charlie wanted to be. It was always his dream to live in Galsberg, Illinois in the 1800s. Because that life, that peaceful life he imagined, Galsberg would give that to him. And this was his chance. So he quickly ran to the ticket counter and asked for two tickets, one for him and one for his wife to Galsburg, Illinois. So his plan was that he can get the tickets and then get his wife to, to the third level and then travel to Galsburg and live a peaceful life. But he couldn't get the tickets. Charlie had modern day currency and the currency in 1894 was very different, but that didn't kill his excitement. So what he did was he immediately went back. He went out of the third level the same way he had come from and he went back into the present. The next day he took out all his savings and uh, converted it into the old currency. He did it on a loss of about hundred dollars, but he didn't care. Like life in 1894 was very cheap. So he converted the money and headed right back into Grand Central Station to buy two tickets in 1894. but he could never find the tunnel to the third level he tried many times but just couldn't find it so dejected he got back home and when he told his wife about all this you know she got really worried right anyone would you know it's difficult to believe a story like this because of the strange experiences that he has had, Charlie then also starts seeing a therapist. And uh, the therapist explains to him that this whole incident could have been a waking dream, wish fulfillment. The therapist explains that uh, Charlie was unhappy. The modern world was full of insecurity, fear, war, worry and everything else. And Charlie just wanted to escape. Everything pointed to it. Charlie was also a stamp collector, which in a way was a temporary refuge from reality. He was trying to hold on to the past. And thanks to the persuasions of the therapist and his wife, Charlie eventually stopped looking for the third level. So doesn't this make a lot of sense? I've thought about why I remember this particular story from school. No, maybe I was unhappy too, back then, just like Charlie. Maybe I wanted to run away from my circumstances as well. And that is why this story struck a chord. And when I remember the story today, I realized there have been so many times in my life where I've just wanted an escape. Like even now, sometimes it hasn't really changed. I think, I think most of us have felt this in so many ways, right? We try to escape from so many pressures. We try to escape from the pressure of creating a life for ourselves, the pressure from our families, the pressure from the society, the pressure of taking difficult decisions and also the pressure of looking sane and successful while doing all of this. It can be so taxing and sometimes we just want an escape. But one thing is for sure. These pressures are going to stick with us in every stage of our life. So the question I pose to you is this is escaping from it really the best option. How long can we escape? Won't we eventually have to come back to our circumstances? So I think it's clear that just escaping isn't a long-term solution, right? So I feel that most times we're having such a hard time with our lives because we have an expectation of how the perfect life should be, right? But usually these expectations, they really skew our perceptions. Whenever we encounter situations in life that don't fit our expectations, we don't like it. We want to run away from it. We want to ignore it. We want to resist it. And I think that this resistance is much more draining than the situation itself. I believe there is a lot of power in acceptance. When we decide to accept our current situation for what it is, we open ourselves and we start looking for real solutions, right? We start learning to navigate through life. We gain an expertise in handling different kinds of situation. And eventually we hit a smooth flow state where any new situation will be unable to rattle us. See, our circumstances are not in our control. Right? The situations we were born into are not in our control. But how we respond to them is in our control. And I think acceptance of the problem is the first step to a good response for that problem. Running away isn't. Running away can never be a part of the solution. So before I leave, let me leave you with the final part of Charlie's story. So Charlie's grandfather was also a stamp collector. And Charlie had inherited his grandfather's collection. And long after Charlie had quit looking for the third level at Grand Central Station, he was going through his grandfather's stuff and found an old letter which he had never seen before. It was there because someone had mailed it to his grandfather at his home in Galsburg. That's what the address on the envelope said. And this letter had been there in his grandfather's stuff since July 18, 1894. He opens the letter and to his surprise, he finds that the letter is for him. It was a letter written in 1894, but it was for him. The letter read, quote, Charlie, I got to wishing that you were right. Then I got to believing you were right and Charlie, it's true. I found the third level. I've been here for two weeks and right now down the street, someone is playing a piano and they're all out on the front porch singing. And someone has invited me over for a lemonade. Come on back, Charlie. Keep looking till you find the third level. It's worth it. Believe me. The note was signed, Sam. It was a letter sent by Sam to Charlie in 1894. Who is Sam? Well, he was Charlie's psychiatrist. Shocking, isn't it? So maybe some people are able to successfully find an this that's something you can think about. So that brings us to the end of today's episode. If you want to read the story, just Google the last level by Jack Finney. That's the name of the story, and the author, Jack Finney, J A C K F I N N E Y. That's how it's spelled. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. And if you did, please leave us a review and also subscribe to us. We discuss interesting topics every week. And also, if you have any thoughts or feedback, please write to us at simple at gmail.com. We always love hearing your thoughts. So that's it from Keeping It Simple today, folks. Stay safe, take care, and keep it simple. Bye-bye.